Welcome to the Old Souls and Seekers podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. If you're anything like us, you've been around and around the personal development and mindset block quite a few times. You've read the books, watched the videos, attended the seminars, and even worked with a coach or two, and yet you still find yourself searching for more. You may even feel stuck or that you should be farther along than where you are right now. And after doing over a decade of mindset work, we've come to this realization. Mindset work is like a small hit of dopamine that distracts you from your true work. You get these little hits of feeling better only to be met with the same underlying conditions and patterns over and over again. Now, mindset was an important part of your evolution as well as ours, but it hits a plateau and now you find yourself ready for that deeper layer of growth and expansion. If you're listening to this podcast, then you're ready to get off that Ferris wheel. This podcast is only for those that are ready to dive deep and do the real inner healing work. For those that are ready to move past more information into actual experiences. If you're looking for more understanding, then you've come to the wrong place. This is a home for old souls ready to fully embrace and remember who they truly are. Ready to make a profound difference in their lives and in the lives of others. So welcome home, dear one. We're excited to be part of your journey. Hey, everybody. If you're here with us, just... uh say hi in the chat box as we get people to uh people jumping in here just say hi hi there rondia who else we got with us Can't be Rondi is the only one. See a bunch of you in here. Ritu, hi. Just saw you. Nice. Anna, welcome. P P C U P. I don't know how to pronounce that. Um, hi. We got Carol and Chris and Susan and Mercedes and Lou from Wisconsin. Joe Peters. Beautiful. Nice. How many of you guys, I see a bunch of new names here. How many of you guys, this is your uh, first time here? If it is. Uh, Jesse, this is the, uh, not not the place for that. I'm assuming you're talking about the level one uh, process and that, that call the, uh, coaching call just happened. That is at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and if you didn't or don't have the links and things for that, then just please uh, message support at satoriprime.com and they'll make sure that you have everything uh, that you need there. Yeah, just not the not the place for that conversation here. This is really nice. So we have Dawn's first time, Susan's first time. Uh, Lou's first time, Chris's first time, Joe Peter's first time. Beautiful. Well, thank you guys so much for coming and taking time out of, which I know is a a busy day. Um, 
I'll give you a little bit of background and, and hopefully, you know, give you some insight about why you're here and, and what we hope to deliver and share with you and how this can, you know, potentially really help you on your path and journey. So Guy and I have been in the personal development space for over 20 years each. Um, during that time, we were self-obsessed, like personal development people. Um, we've done everything under the sun, um, mindset work, NLP, anything having to do with the brain, reframe, et cetera, et cetera. Um, we've done energetic work, somatic healing. Primarily now we deal with like helping people downregulate their nervous system and finding internal healing and well-being um, because for 15 years we played that mindset game and then maybe some of you guys are facing similar struggles uh, where that work was great and then like things kept showing up in our lives no matter how much we understood and felt things through etc we were still kind of dealing with the same thing and so it led us down this path of of plant medicines and all these other teachers, uh, Rinpoches who are like incredible meditators and healers and energy workers and somatic healers and IFS trainers, uh, internal family system, and really just delve deep into actually healing things and like having them be gone instead of looping over and over and over. And so when you come to Satori Prime Land <laughs> and this community, um, what you're going to find is uh, one of our pillars here is that you no longer have to do this work on your own. Uh, and something that we saw in coaching tens of thousands of people from all over the world is this phenomena. And let me know in the chat box if, if this resonates for you, is that we're a lot of us are doing this work on our own. We're kind of on our own little island, reading the books and watching the videos and doing the courses and whatever it is. And what we've realized uh, is as much as you do that and as hard as you do that and as often as you do that, um, certain things cannot be done on our own. Like you can't heal things from in inside on your own. Your mind just won't let you go there because the only way to actually feel something, uh, to heal something is to fully feel it through. And the mind does not want you to fully feel anything through because it's terrified of what's underneath there because it's actually been the reason that you've avoided these things. Like it has constructed a life to avoid those things. And so when you read a book and it highlights something for you, see if you can track this. The mind is like, oh, that, that's me. That's really interesting. And so you you start to read it and you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I do that thing. Da, 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 da. But then three days later, you're doing the same exact thing. So it's like all that knowing and all that understanding and all that seeing and all that aha moment, like it doesn't really move the needle. So it's a good foundation to like understand how we operate. And my guess is that like maybe you know or don't know why you're here, but my guess is people that find their way to this work you're committed. You're committed to self-growth. You're committed to healing. Uh, you're committed to more than just yourself. Like you actually want to make a difference in the world. Um, and so congratulations, first and foremost, on, on 
finding your way to here because if you did and it was a happy accident just know that your soul brought you to something that's potentially going to absolutely change the course of your life um and what we do here is really just like the intention of these tuesday calls is a for you guys to just meet guy and i and get a sense for who we are and what we're about and why we're so passionate about this work and this community and then two just to kind of give you some some new pointers and new ways to look at things and things that you can you know immediately start to implement in your life so that you can start to see the results uh in your life because i always tell people like listening to stuff and having these pop-offs and aha moments like it's cool but it doesn't really move the needle you know um we just had somebody message us uh, a few days ago that, you know, they, they watched our uh, millionaire mindset immersion program and it literally saved their marriage. Um, we've had people that have done our meditations and have stopped having epileptic seizures and um, you know, you name it uh, people finding dream jobs and <clears throat> dream partners and finding their life's purpose. Like, that's all available. So I don't know what, what the game is that you're coming here playing. Uh, what I do know is that once you get the inside in alignment and on track, then the outside has to follow. That's just the rules of the universe, right? And so if your life right now seems hectic or chaotic or uncertain or whatever it might be, then it shouldn't be a surprise that that it's probably happening inside and, and that's why it's replicating on the outside. So uh, whatever brought you here, um, you know, if you can thank that part of you, thank that soul's knowing. And um, yeah, we hope that you plug into this community, plug into the programs, um, have conversations with our team about, you know, what could be next or what's on the horizon and plant some seeds and, figure out how to really plug in and get the absolute most from this, because this is not just some program or course that you're going to take. Um, you know, this is an invitation to a hopefully lifelong journey of healing, fulfillment, passion, purpose, love, um, not only for you, but for those around you. So hopefully that's uh, in alignment to why not you're here. Not all we're doing around here. And just a little, this is a little, a little glimpse, a little taste little tasters all right so uh welcome everybody as always um you know this uh if you've been coming the last few weeks we we changed the name of this so um instead of tuesday live stream this is really tuesday tune-ups this is an opportunity for both people in the community already doing programs people outside of the community like you know, this could be whatever we want it to be this time. It could be lecture time. It could be question time. I'm happy to take some questions today. I feel like Elon and I have been doing a lot of a lot of lectures on these recently. I'd love to just find out what's like alive and real in the space. Like, you know, you see the poll over there that people are answering. And typically people answer all the above because we all want all those things. But like, you know, what's going on in your relationships? What's going on with money? What's going on with your emotional well-being, self-expression, self-love, confidence? You could pick any area of life that you're like, hey, this is what's going on. We can explore it through the lens of these practices um, as you guys see fit or Elon and I can, you know, as always, just kind of give you a little, uh, a little tasters and continue the conversation for you about like, where does this work go? Uh, what could you be doing right now 
to provide yourself as much value as possible. Um, and you know, the, the, the thing I'll just kick it off with while you guys ponder is, so just kind of rating yourself right now on, on your quality of life. You know, one being like things are, are pretty abysmal. Five things are absolutely immaculate. Perfect. I never get upset about anything. And life is ticking across on everywhere. Like where, where are you right now? Like what's your honest assessment of yourself? Okay. And of course there are seasons for all these things. There may be a time where things really are all clicking and you're at a five and then you run into some speed bumps and things get a little bit rocky and, you know, relationship gets off track or health gets off track or what mind you like the reality is that's life. Yes, Sasha, good for you, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Kate's saying too. And guys, no judgment, no shame. Like more than, you know, we've worked with so many people. We've had so many of our own intense experiences over a 20-year period. Like we're humans just like you. We've been through the gamut. Oh, yeah. Our, our, our request is always like, you know, we're guides, we're teachers, but we're not pious people. You know, we don't we don't claim to have every answer to the noble universe. We don't live perfect lives by any stretch of the imagination. We don't have perfect relationships with ourselves. We don't have perfect relationships with our spouses. Here's the reality, though. We're deeply committed to working on it all the time. And I don't even pretend to try to attain perfection in any area of my life. I realize that the perfection of humanity is our in our imperfections, right? I think what makes people special at any level, no matter what they're doing is twofold. There's their commitment to doing something and their perseverance to continue to do it. Because regardless of what it is that you choose to do in your life, what area of life you decide that you're going to master, say bluntly, shit's going to go down. (laughs) (laughs) Shit's going to go down. Life is going to happen to you. And it's not happening to you to take you off of that path or to scare you in any particular way, it has to use challenges to this human to help us grow and evolve. Fundamentally, what I constantly work on, constantly, I'm not saying it's always easy, is that life is nature. And nature has a path of evolution for all of us. Spiritual evolution, emotional evolution, mental evolution, physical evolution, it's, it's all happening simultaneously. My job is to see that what life is serving up is just like the wind or the rain outside. It's just nature. My life is nature unfolding. And if I can view it with the same awe and reverence that I have for the beauty of nature and also the sometimes the terrifying aspects of nature, right? The reverence to this incredible power, I can, I find it, easier in my system to relax to know that whatever is unfolding in my life is just the next path of my evolutionary process in nature and it even though it may be uncomfortable it's not here to hurt me in fact it's coming from a loving source of conscious energy and i'm being loved in this experience to the next part of my evolution so there's a big difference big difference between seeing what you're dealing with as a challenge or what you're dealing with as an opportunity. So take a moment and maybe just energetically feel like kind of close your eyes for a moment and feel what it feels like when you tell yourself that you're in a challenging place and how do you respond? 
How many of you guys have a feeling as soon as you brought that through? And it's like, in a challenging place. <laughs> yeah. That's not typical, right? Not typical to be like, oh, this, I'm really excited about this challenge. Maybe occasionally when you when you are controlling and choosing the challenge, like you're going to go hike a mountain or run a marathon. And it's like, you know, it's exciting to to evolve yourself, right, into a person that can do that. But generally speaking, it's like, life serves it up and when you didn't choose it it's like nay nay right like i don't want that i want that experience and so generally speaking when we don't want an experience the first the first thing that leads is avoidance right or we don't accept that it's happening right what are, what are those like five five steps right or whatever it is i don't know those things it's like avoidance grief right whatever it is so now toggle it and energetically feel into things are an opportunity for me. Like it could be a challenge to pay your bills or it could be an opportunity to pay your bills. Right. It could be a challenge to raise your children or it could be an opportunity to raise your children. Same context, same thing is happening. I remember when I first had my son and I would ask other, um, my, my four and a half year old now, but when I first had him and I would talk to other new parents and don't get me wrong, like you're tired, you're doing the things, but like still, like having a child when you're there for it is a peak experience of life. Like peak, peak experience, right? Here's this little bundle of energy and consciousness and joy. And there's only one goal that this child has in mind and it's to have the best relationship with you possible. That's it. Nobody in, nobody you've ever met in your entire life has ever wanted to have a better relationship with you than your children, right? Not always how we look at it, by the way. And I remember talking to other new parents. And I'd be like, how's it going? They're like, oh, we're, we're making through it. Like, we're getting through it. I'm like, Oof. It's okay, right? That's okay that that's happening. But like, this is a period of time that you're never going to get back with this human being. Nothing, nothing like this is ever going to happen in your life again. So take that into the realm of money. You go out for food, you pay bills, right? Like, how does it feel? Today, we don't really sign so much, but when you put your phone over the device does it feel like flowy in your body or do you feel the tension of the money leaving the bank account and could you shift that relationship again just a choice could you shift that relationship that when you send money out you send it with love i created this fun little game in my in my mind and in my body that when i send out money into the into the ethers they're like little minions they find two friends and then they come back to me. And then lo and behold, somehow that became true this year. Right. Just a context. I've, I've envisioned these things so many times, but it's like most of us will envision what we want and we'll do it from the collapse in our system. And so the energy that's creating the manifestation or the vision or our desire is still in the collapse and then unfortunately, unfortunately, that collapse creates more of the collapse, right? So like we all watch The Secret. It's, it's unfortunately not the, full, not the full breath of the work. And that's evolved too, right? Like people's understanding of manifestation. And it's not like we can measure manifestation in any scientific, reasonable, rational way. And I would say that we all at some level agree that there is, seems to be a force in the universe that when you intend and create and put your energy behind it, that you move towards that end in your life, 
whether that's a negative or a positive outcome. What we have seen though, is like, I think visualization is a great tool. I just don't think it works when you're collapsed into a part in your system and you're processing something really scary and dangerous in your system. And then you're like, okay, from here, I'm going to visualize myself. having mm-hmm. so much money and blah, 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 blah. It just like, you're, it's not, it's not the energy that creates that, that energy creates more of where you're in. So we want to build the capacity to begin to not just experience quote trauma in our body or discomfort in our body or sensations mm-hmm. that we don't want to experience in our body, but we want to learn. And this is what hopefully you guys are all here for, whether you're at level one, two, three, or any of our work, MMI, whatever is like you want to be able to really distinctly create a foundation where you get to an absolute certainty in your experience that you are nothing but awareness. Like what you actually are is this pervasive, compassionate, loving, eternal source of energy. What what traditionally we call God is really what we're all of us are and then that part of us or that consciousness can watch and experience a human which is this body that you're in now the 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 crux of it for most people on planet earth right now is that awareness has merged with the little mind of that human and so we're convinced that everything that the mind is saying, every thought, every response that's happening is actually what's going on. And even scientifically today, we've proven that to be absolutely untrue. And so the beginning of this work for most of us, and even it's the beginning and the end, it's the beginning and it's always this work. All these different practices are about unmerging from that mind. And slowly, 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 coming back to this original awareness, the face you had before you had this face or that face and, and really recognizing the truth. I am just awareness observing and watching. And regardless of what I'm watching and observing, I'm still this awareness. And so when we're able to do that, when we're able to find this, what Michael Singer calls the seat of awareness, a lot of people think, okay, the game is I've won the game. I found the seat of awareness Ironically, that's just the beginning of the starting blocks. That's really the, the place where you can we can really start doing transformative and healing work because when you find this place, and you will find it, I guarantee you, you will find it. And commitment and perseverance, you will absolutely locate this place. When you do that, there is an absolute biological, psychological, emotional, and spiritual response that this mechanism has to that. That begins, let's call it a, a harmonization process. It begins to allow for your body to do something in terms of what your body is always trying to do, which is bring itself back to a healing, neutral, compassionate, connected state, because that is the nature of a human being. <laughs> so hopefully that gives you a little bit of a, of a breath of the taste. you know. And again, just things I want to hit home on is like, can you pay attention to the little things throughout the day that are creating difficulty in your life? Money be, money's an easy one because we have so much pain around money. But money is not the problem. Do you guys understand that? There's no problem with money inherently. 
it is a human being's distorted relationship with the energy of it that creates the problem for that human. It's an unhealthy relationship. Money is just opportunity, possibility. It's the energy of magnification. It's the you know energy of influence. There's just a lot of really good shit you could do with money. But most of us, if you're anything like us, Elon and I are immigrants, you know, to America anyway, born in Israel to immigrant parents who escaped the USSR during the, the communist regimes. And trust me, when I say this, hopefully with that background, you, you can understand this. We didn't come from a family that had like a solid, healthy, good relationship with money. Right. We were immigrants. We were immigrants. We, we lived in a bi-level house when we were 1989 to 1991. We lived in a bi-level house in Fairlawn, New Jersey. And that means that we lived on the first floor and a family lived on the second floor. You know, we had $1,600 a month, I think, approximately uh, between our two parents. We would write down all the money they would spend on a calendar just so we would make sure we have enough rent at the end of the month. I don't remember being aware of that as a five-year-old boy. But I was certainly under the influence of the energy in our family for scarcity and fear around money. And I look down my life and that has greatly impacted my life and my ability to generate and create wealth. And the struggles that I've had in generating and creating wealth in my life have been very challenging. Elon's as well, right? And we've gone through periods of making a lot of money, losing a lot of money, owing a lot of money, making a lot of money. Like we've done a lot of things, but 20 years of work. And I can tell you today, I understand that it's like, I have either a healthy or, or unhealthy rela- energetic relationship with money. It has nothing to do with all the stories you hear about money. Money and today, like we don't even carry around money in our pockets anymore. I don't anyway. I try to avoid carrying anything, any dollar bills in my pocket, which we can debate as a healthy or unhealthy thing. But so it literally has become digitized, meaning we're literally making it up at this point in time. It doesn't even exist anywhere. And the gold standard's been gone for like 60 years. I cannot go to a store and be like, here's a dollar and they're going to give me gold. They won't. So any, any inherent value that we give these numbers on a screen is simply because we have an agreement as a society that we're going to give them value. And that value allows for certain things that some people can, some people can't. So at the, so if that's all you worked on every day was looking at, Hey, what's my relationship to this thing? Cause just tell me in the chat box, do you guys want to make more money? Do you agree that that would be a, a, probably a better thing, like a good thing in your life for the most part. And Garrett, I'm sorry. I know you're writing us all this wonderful stuff there in German or maybe not. I'm not really sure, but unfortunately we don't read German. So if anybody wants to translate, that'd be great. <clears throat> do you guys, you know, do you guys want to have more money in your life? For example, do you want to have richer and better relationships, right? So I'm giving, I'm giving you the practice that I do. I send money out with love. Like a teacher told me that. And you really got to check yourself every single time you stick your thumb on a thing or stick your card in thing, or you pay, you know, a bill or a check. What's the energy behind that action if what you're feeling is collapse and scarcity i can already tell you what's going to happen next it will generate more of that reality and so if you're like look i'm stuck with that i literally can't bring myself to put 
the thing down and feel love in my heart at the same time, then guess what? You know where your you know where your work is to do. You get to really focus on what shows up with my relationship to money. Okay, well, it's fear shows up. Okay, great. Let's permission the fear. Let's look at that fear. I feel scarcity. Okay, well, let's sit with that scarcity. Because as long as you avoid it, as long as you avoid it, you will never have a breakthrough with it. There is no going around. There is no, let's figure it out some other way. There is either facing the experience that you're having or there isn't. That's it. You know, and some of the classes we used to take, they used to say, there is no try. You're either sitting down or you're not. You're either pregnant or you're not. There's no in between. There's no trying this. There's no trying that. So it's the same thing here. It's like, it, again, comes down to your commitment, your perseverance, your commitment to shifting your relationship to money. Perseverance is all the stuff that's going to show up. That's going to show you why your relationship with money is not safe and sound why that container can't support and hold more, right? And for the most part, what we all think is just work harder. Just work harder. I, I guarantee you, most of you guys, whether you're having trouble with money or not, is you're probably a pretty hard worker. And that's, at this point in time, what I would call old school thinking. Go to school, get a job, work harder. I don't know. Middle class in America did that, and 60% of the middle class is gone in America being decimated with that philosophy so not not an awesome philosophy right so we really want to begin to look at what's our interpersonal relationship and you can again i'm using money here because it's a daily thing for all of us and it could be any area of your life this could be health we're talking about this could be your relationship with your spouse your relationship with yourself your relationship to your career right take it take it anywhere that you want to take it i uh <laughs> You know, we're talking about feeling things and um, I really like this thing that I just read in a book uh, about we avoid and it's not that you have a choice about it. It's just, you know, when, when the things happened, like when this rupture, when this core wounding happened, uh, the mind came in. And basically it was like, I'm going to make sure that you never feel this level of hurt, sadness, aloneness, grief, whatever again, right? And so anytime that we, we even get a hint of that, as it like kind of like starts to build through our, our system, the mind looks down and goes, mm -mm, this is what I promised we're never going to feel. And it does whatever it does to numb that pain. And some of us have used... Um, Eating, smoking, drinking, alcohol, weed, pills, uh, running, sex, working out, whatever you might have, like we all have coping mechanisms, right? And if, you, if you're aware of that, just, you know, say yes in the comment box, like you're aware of those coping mechanisms. And so I want you to get that it's not even you consciously making that choice, it is just an automated process. Like how many of you guys have uh, had a cigarette in your hand and then you're like, ever thought like, why, why am I, why did I just run out to pick up the cigarette or you're eating all this food and then you start to be like, oh my God, I just ate like an entire pint of ice cream or whatever it was. Right. And you're like blaming and shaming yourself. It's like you get hijacked and you're just out there doing that thing. 
because the mind has convinced you that this sensation is bad. So I was reading in this book and he was saying that if, if people could just develop one skill and that one skill is to be with the sensation, he was using grief at the time, but like if you could just be and fully allow for the sensation of grief for 10 maximum of 20 minutes a day, like it just wants to move through, right? Emotion is energy in motion. If you're suffering from frustration, if you're suffering from sadness, if you're suffering from grief, if you're suffering from like any of these things consistently, it's because you are in like, um, you're against the sensation. And so it's like the sensation wants to move through and you go, no, I don't want to feel that sensation. And the second you tighten up around that sensation, it actually is what keeps it in the body. And that's why it keeps looping over and over and over and over and over. And what he was saying is like, if you just develop the skill set that you can allow for the full breath of the sensation, right? Like the full like wave of it. Because again, has anybody cried for their entire lives? Has anybody been angry for their entire lives? Has anybody been any of these things for their entire lives? No, right? It comes and it goes, it ebbs and it flows. That's just the way of everything. And so if you can be with that wave, you can allow it to go up and then down in its full expression, then it just moves out of your system. Now, that's not to say that the next time, you know, you might feel that grief or sadness or frustration or whatever it is again. But what you do is you just create this ability to ride that wave. And when you do that, guys, like your life, first of all, when you learn to ride these waves without resistance, the waves get a lot smaller and come a lot less often. Right now, life is showing up very intensely for you because it's trying to highlight something for you in a way that you can't look away. You can't numb. You can't like resist. How many of you guys are noticing that life is getting a lot faster say yes in the comment box if you're if you're recognizing like the lessons are just coming fast and furious it's like there's an intensity in which it's coming and everyone's sitting on the sidelines going like when will this end when will this end it's not going to it's not going to if your if your game plan is I'm going to sit this one on the sidelines and wait till this intensity goes bye-bye. I'm telling you, you're going to get pummeled. That's like standing in an ocean and being like, you know what? I'm going to be okay just standing here and watching the waves just hit me one after the other after the other. Like, it is not a good strategy. Also a waste of precious time. Yeah, just not good. There's an opportunity. There's an opportunity here for all of us. Because this, this shift that we're going through in humanity, it's like um, it's a cleansing opportunity. It is just shedding all the stuff that is just old and no longer necessary or relevant inside of you, 
in culture, in society, in government, in politics, and finance. Like it is just we're going through this cleansing, and whatever is old and doesn't serve where we're going, it's going bye bye. And what sucks is that things don't die willingly. Mm-hmm. Not animals, not humans, like like things don't want to die, right? So they're fighting to stay alive. And that's what we're in right now is that fight for identity, for certain aspects of humanity to stay alive. And it gets intense and it's going to get more intense because more and more and more of this stuff in your life, in society and culture and world is like, it's coming. So if you knew that the next five, eight, 10 years are going to be very, very hectic, more so than they are now. Like there's no, we're not going to get to 2024 and everyone's going to be like, oh, thank God. (sighs) No, (laughs) 2024 is going to be even more intense and 25 more intense thereafter. So how are you going to prepare? Like, what are you doing? People are like hoarding, you know, toilet paper and canned goods in their basement. Like, okay. Don't knock the hoarding. (laughs) Right? Like you have an opportunity to do something for yourself, for your family, for your loved ones, for people that you interact with to like actually learn new skill sets that allow for you to be able to ride these waves. And thereby, every time you ride a wave, the universe is like, all right, they get it. They don't need these big waves anymore. Let's send them little waves. Mm-hmm. And then what you do is you just realize, like, you're just kind of here. No crazy highs, no crazy lows. You're just kind of, like, riding that. And I think when people think of wanting peace in their lives, wanting to feel more present, more grounded. You're the one. You're the one that can control this. I don't even know if control is the right word, but you're the one that can like learn new ways to be with that which is arising. And maybe that's why you're here. You know, maybe your soul's just like, all right, I'm ready. I, I need some I need some peace in my life. I need some like stability. I need to feel not alone. You know, maybe, maybe those are the reasons that brought you here. Um, and by the way, I don't know if some of you probably are already going through that, but if you aren't going through, um, then I highly recommend like starting at, at the very least with our MMI program, um, which you can find guy will drop the link here you're talking 20 plus hours of training from guy and I live at a live event that we did. Um, 16, 16 hours and it's 49 bucks, 49 bucks, right? Like if that's all it is for you to say yes to you today and get started then get started there, right? Like really, really simple. Just this notion that uh, you're going to sit on the sidelines And all of this stuff is going to like work itself out. Look, 
you have certain patterns and programs inside of you, right? Those are the ones that are going to work itself out, right? Like they're the ones running the show. So if you don't like the way that life has been going so far, those are going to still be the ones that are running the show a year from now or two or five. So gone unlooked at, gone unexamined, like that's who's doing it. And with the best of intentions and all that stuff, like if that stuff still lives inside of you and it's unexamined, you're at the whim, you're at the whim of that. Yeah. It's running the show. Exactly. Yeah. No. Our our unconscious is predicating the, the quality of our lives. That's the reality, right? What science would call the unconscious. From a spiritual energetic perspective, we would say stuck energy in the body is, is what's running your life. And so like the, the examination is, first of all, getting a handle on the processes of the mind so that you don't get sucked in and merged into the simulation and illusion that it's creating, right? That's the first thing. We want to be able to disconnect and unmerge from our mind and really look at it from, from a subtle awareness and say, holy crap, it's doing a lot of stuff over there. And it's not like, here's the thing for most people, they sit in a pattern where they're in, they're in, they're in an exact opposition to their patterning. The pattern does this, they're in opposition to that. It's doing that. No, I don't want that. Okay, no, no, I'm going to stay in opposition. I'm going to create, I'm going to become more powerful than it. I'm going to gain more awareness than it. It doesn't work that way. You don't, you don't stand a chance against your unconscious, the subconscious part of you. It is so programmed. It is so knee-jerk. It is so the soup and like it's the water that you swim in that you don't even know that you're swimming in the water. So the only way to get underneath all that is number one, to get clarity on those systems and the phenomenology of how that works. That's number one. And the second part is going deep into the body because the body is really where the quote unconscious part of you is. You cannot have a conscious thought that goes into that. Like if you want to think of like the unconscious, the body, that's, that's where the software is. That's where the programming is. And so we first, again, subtle awareness of mind then subtle awareness of body that will take you very, very far in terms of your ability to transform your life. Very, very far. And, and the good news is, is this is not hard work at all. It's very simple in nature. Simple does not mean easy, by the way, because easy would, if, if, if this was easy work, then everyone would do it. But this is very courageous work to, to look at the recesses of what's really going on in the traumatized parts inside the human body, inside the tissue, inside our society is not an easy thing because you're, you're not just looking at your particular trauma. You actually end up at the collective trauma, which is like just the trauma that has been passed down now for eons and so many generations. And it's not always pretty to look at. And it doesn't always come out in gorgeous ways. However, for me, it's always been a, it's been a no brainer because I'm committed to personal liberation. I don't know about you guys. I have a deep desire to be free. And that just doesn't look like just financial freedom. That means like safety in my relationships. That means safety in my body as I walk around this earth. That means more compassion for myself and everyone around me because that, that eases the collective systems around me. Right? Like we all know the troubles of this world, or at least we think we know because that's what's been portrayed to us. We really don't know what's going on out there. We know what media likes us to think that's going on out there. But at the end of the day, I think we can all agree that a more compassionate, 
peaceful, connected world is probably a good thing at the end of the day. But here's the thing. In order for that to happen, you need to become more peaceful. You need to feel more connected to yourself and others. And you need to have more compassion for yourself or you will not be able to give that to other people. Yeah. It is literally impossible. And so a lot of you guys here, by the way, are super kind-hearted people. You're, you're coaches, you're entrepreneurs, you're doing things in your life that impact the quality of other people's lives. I think that is inherent to a human being that is given free reign over what they want to do. It seems to be kind of biological, maybe spiritual need for us to impact each other. And I can tell you the beautiful part about what Elon and I have learned over these years, and trust me, we tried it for 15 years the other way, is that given to your own devices, you will not hold yourself accountable to what you want. And given and given and left to your own devices, you will be unable to, not because you're stupid or incapable in any way, because it just seems to be impossible to actually experience healing. It actually seems to be built into our system. I find this to be extremely fascinating and beautiful. I investigate it regularly in my meditation, is that we need each other for healing to occur. The system seems to be built that way, that we, we must come together in order to experience healing at the level of the individual and at the level of collective. Elon and I just finished a, a second round of a two-year program. So we've done this for four years now of, a, of an incredible mystery, healing, energetic awareness school. Hard to, hard to explain how challenging uh, and how deep this work is. So we just, we just wrapped it up about a week ago, our second round through. So it's been four years with this incredible community. It's a healing community. It's all, all the work that we've done for the last four years and really for the last seven years. And I'm telling you, adamant, after having spent, I don't even know how many hours in school, thousands of hours in these educations, receiving, giving, I'm, I'm adamant. You cannot heal yourself. It doesn't work that way. And I, I can explain why, and we do in many of our courses, but it's like the, the programs and patterns that you're stuck in, literally, you need another system present with you to send, to send the data to your nervous system how to do that. You know, I was just on an L1 call and I'll, I'll begin to wrap up today's call with this, but the language that we all spoke before we had linguistics is energetic signaling. We've all been in a room with a partner, a child, a spouse, whatever, you know, another person who is high strung and is feeling, oops, and is feeling like, I, I always forget to undo that. Um, it's like high strung, right? and you know when you get into a room with somebody who's like dealing with a lot of anxiety or overwhelm or they're angry it impacts your system you're not just like oh i'm perfectly grounded while that person's you know in that state like there's an immediate impact on your nervous system that's energy when something in the world happens you know an earthquake uh, big events you know that that impact a lot of people we feel it like uh, kobe bryant comes to mind right kobe bryant like passed away in that that terrible way with his daughter like there's a, a collective response. There's a feeling in the energetic source. Like none of us were there. We didn't see it happen. We probably didn't know Kobe personally. Feel it very deeply though. So at the, the level of repair that we're talking about happens at the level of energy. And you guys got to get the things that you're looped in. When trauma occurs in the system, the response is not to like, oh my God, my trauma is so great. Let me take a look and be with it. Oh so delicious it's like trauma you know like avoid you know like it's a turning away from with our awareness we don't turn in we turn out and then we try to fix the problem out here 
when the sensation isn't here? How does that make any sense? So the healing and repair work that has to happen is there, here's one dysregulated nervous system. You bring another regulated nervous system into the mix and there's energetic signaling being passed between the two systems. Yeah. Hopefully this makes sense for you. When you have a dysregulated system and a regulated system, somebody who's holding ground and presence with you, this system can get resourced and find stability again. Now for this system, that dysregulation is not new. This has happened thousands of maybe hundreds of thousands of times before. But here, finally, is a situation where this dysregulated system is with a regulated system and it downregulates and it feels the presence of another person. And guess what? It gets new information. That has literally never happened for this system before. Not once. It's what it's been looking for. It's like a need that's been trying to get met that this system didn't even know how to get met. So you're trying to do it through psychology, through food, through this, through your career, through helping other people, like everything else other than turning inside and looking. And this is why we need another person. Because we need another system that knows how to open their awareness and hold space and hold ground and hold resource. And then this system can learn from that system. And then maybe sometimes the system is dysregulated and you need this regulated system. And the more that you do that, and the more that you get these glimpses of regulation in states of dysregulation, the more that program in your life will stop becoming a challenge because suddenly the stimulus would happen in your environment. It'll hit your system and it'll just fall through. It'll metabolize through the system. It won't get stuck because that's what trauma really is. The stimulus happens, energy gets stuck. And then the mind is like, Oh shit. And has to run the program to try to create safety but it doesn't know how because it has the wrong information if you want to think of it that way. And that's what this work is. This work is about getting enough reps into your system that the things that make you dysregulated in your life no longer have that impact on you. And then you'll see your mind is quiet. Your mind is placid. Your mind can stay focused. Your mind can stay more in an alpha state than a beta state and then drop into theta and gamma very, very easily. And those are the states of our, of our software system. Like from beta, there's like nothing you can do. Basically, in my opinion, it's like you're at the, you're here. You're not, you're not even at the glacier. You're barely even noticing that there's a glacier. Okay. Once you drop into alpha, you're here. You're actually here in your experiencing, experiencing it, going through it, creating safety, getting resourced, allowing for the body to metabolize that energy. I don't know, Jeanette, if it would work with dementia, but I don't think the system, this doing this work can't hurt no matter what's going on in your life, in my opinion. You know, whether you're dealing with a terminal illness, whether you're dealing with a chronic illness, whether you're dealing with dementia, if you can, if you're willing to sit with another system and help them regulate, I imagine even if the symptoms don't go away, they will get significantly better. Yeah. Because a lot of it, is misdiagnosis from science's point of view as well, right? And we we're just talking about this, someone who, who has a bipolar husband in a, in a previous um, training. And like, I don't know enough about the science of these things. So I'm not speaking as a doctor. I could be 100% wrong about what I'm sharing right now. So take that with a grain of salt. But it's like, there could be times where there is a chemical response. That's something that's falling out of favor in the body. And there's a, an emotional and, and mental response, obviously. But then there's also just like the physical, the, the stresses of life that a person is unable to deal with that then 
kind of default and push that person into the patterns that look like the thing that science would call bipolar or dementia or something else, right? And it's almost like the system is like, it uses that pathway as a checkout because the experience is too much in the system. And it's like, oh, okay, I'll just default to this brain pattern over here. And like, you've all been in a room where somebody shares something and you start kind of getting sleepy. You know why you start nodding off? Because you're, you're something in your body is avoiding what's being said. So it's a great defensive strategy to just nod off. And then the body doesn't have to, then you don't have to listen to it. And then you stay the same. So again, my, these are my musings, right? These are contemplations, take it or leave it. You have to assess this stuff for yourself and, and figure out what's true and good. So in my opinion, sitting with somebody and offering them presence and helping them downregulate and ground their system and doing that over and over again is never going to hurt them. And that's why people do, I'm not joking, report things like they do the meditations and this woman had epilepsy for 40 years. And for the first time after 11 days of meditating, the epilepsy stopped. I don't know if it continued after that, but like she stopped having episodes. I can't explain that. But I can tell you that if a person is in a high state of dysregulation, the body does some crazy shit. Is there anything else you want to add to this, bro? Otherwise, nope. I think we okay. So, you know, a few a few things to just invite you guys here to. Elon said, if you're not already in our, our MMI, our millionaire mindset immersion, that's a great foundational place. It, it's the value is lights out. Uh, we really priced it so it would be within reach for everybody. It's $49, soulsandseekers.com forward slash MMI. Um, easy place to get it. We'd love to get you in there. <laughs> that hour went fast for sure. Uh, the other thing is I want to let you guys know that we have our next Intuitive Mind Live event. It's We're 31 days out right now. It's going to come like this. Right? It's end of September, September 23rd and 24th. Uh, I'm going to just pop this into the chat. You guys can see it hopefully now. And so Intuitive Mind, September 23rd and 24th, there's an add to cart button there. There's a code over there called HALF50. So the tickets are normally $444. If you use that coupon code, it's 50% off. You can pick up the tickets for $222. And there's, an added, there's a few added bonuses here that are amazing. Number one, we are going to give you full recordings for a, a previous event that we've run. So you literally can have immediate access to the entire Intuitive Mind training and we recommend that you go through it why because that experience is going to train you in these things of consciousness that we're talking about here it's a, it's a deep dive that's what this program is okay we've been running these programs now for two years i think we've done this like 20 ish times or so they're incredible now the reason you may want to do the program before you show up to a live event is because if you get stabilized in this work and come to a live event the live event is going to springboard you into a whole other echelon of, of this training this this type of training is extremely nuanced and the nuance can only be learned by doing it over and over again. And so the more you're practiced in it, the more potent and better this, this practice gets the beautiful part. Why Elon and I love this work so much is there is no limitations to how good this work can get for you. We've been doing it for seven years now, every year, every week, every month, every day, we grow in leaps and bounds from where we were. So this is with mindset work. It's like, you kind of get the framework. It's amazing. In the beginning, you're like, holy shit, holy shit. But after a while, it's like, there's only so much you can understand about the mind where it's going to impact you. So it has diminishing returns. But when it comes to awareness and energy, there is no limitations. The more you do it, the better it gets. 
the healthier your system gets, the more uh, grounded it gets, the more compassion you feel for yourself and others, the more connection you want, the easier your relationship to money. Like if these are the things you want in your life, we're telling you, we've been doing this for 20 years, that this model of training, of principles, of practices, of exercises works, works for everybody as long as they're willing to apply it. And the other bonus is if you buy a ticket, you can give a ticket. You can give a ticket to a friend, a colleague, or a family member. Okay, this is something we introduced in the last program. We're going to continue it. Now, if you just do me a favor, if you're going to invite someone to this program, tell them what they're coming for. <laughs> we, we recognize in the last program like that a lot of you guys may have given tickets, but the person, that's the problem with giving away things for free in general. That's why we don't do it anymore for the most part, is people don't use it. When people, have, when people don't know the value of something, they just don't do anything with it. People pay to pay attention. Okay. So if you give it to somebody, they may not know the value of this work. Even if you've done this program before, you kind of need to be the person who lets them know this is really valuable. Now that person, by the way, is also going to get the 12 hours of training for free as a gift from you and as a gift from us. Right? So like if they go through it, they're going to, they're going to know the value. I don't know if it's something you want to sit and do together. We've gotten a lot better this time. We have some stuff, you know, that when they get this ticket, they're having a little bit of a different communication than people who are buying the tickets straight up. So we can let them know, hey, this is the value of this work, which we didn't do in the last program. We're learning too. We're evolving as well. So that's, these are like right now, if you're like, hey, I really want to make a change in my life. I want to make a difference. You know, I want to get involved with this work. These are the dot that the low hanging fruit opportunities that we offer for you guys to get into our ethos and get a deep dive taste into what this work really provides and how we can start helping you get a major impact on all the areas of life that really matter to you. Okay. So we'll leave it at that. Thank you everybody for your time. Thanks for the chat. Thanks for interacting with us. We love you guys so, so, so much. Um, thank you for being here and thank you for your awareness. We always uh, don't take that for granted at all. We know there's like a million places you can be right now. So. Thank you for listening to these two guys ramble on and on about the importance of transformation and healing. Love y'all. We'll see you soon. Thank you, dear one, for choosing to share a bit of your day with us. We value you greatly. And as a way to give back and help you to deepen these practices, we want to invite you to join our incredible community on Facebook. You can do so easily by going to joinoldsouls.com and ask for an invite. This is our private community where old souls and seekers are able to grow and share their journey with others. We hold exclusive weekly live streams, we answer your personal questions, and offer valuable insights that we won't be able to share here on the podcast. So again, just head to joinoldsouls.com and grab your invite today. And as always, if you enjoy this podcast, please head to iTunes and leave us a review. It's the only way other people can find this show. So if it's making a difference in your life, please share the love. Until we meet again, have an amazing week, dear one.